and swords and companion swords should cut strongly. Spears and halberds must stand up to heavy use. Bows and guns must be sturdy. Weapons should be hardy rather than decorative. You should not have a favorite weapon. To become over-familiar with one weapon is as much a fault as not knowing it sufficiently well. You should not copy others, but use weapons which you can handle properly. It is bad for commanders and troopers to have likes and dislikes. These are things you must learn thoroughly. to our daily gun show come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and soon we'll be doing the noon show like i wanted to do so uh i put the link out there so everybody knows what we were just listening to that was an audio book of uh book of the five rings and it's a pretty neat book written back in the olden days and it's interesting how much of it still applies to just modern life really life strategy in general but uh, specifically uh, martial arts or uh, you know, carrying a firearm and stuff. It's interesting how much the carrying a sword stuff has to do with uh, carrying a gun stuff today. Anyway, it was kind of interesting, and I like his philosophy that you don't want to become too familiar with any one thing because that's as much a handicap as not being familiar with it at all So uh, or with anything at all. So... Um, with that, we'll uh, dig in. We uh, screwed up the schedule, uh, as I've mentioned a few times now, uh, being on the road. So this is an old show. It's a Wednesday show, and today is Monday, right? So it's a little odd, but it'll give us a chance to go look at some of the hashtag daily gun shows that are out there and uh, just to do some stuff out of order, I guess. So it says we're on episode 673, but we're probably a little further along than that. We've got a couple of people jumping in. Cycle Camp's jumping in from Connecticut. Thanks for joining. Hi there, everybody. Thanks for the invite. You bet. And we got Gary jumping in from Kansas. Thanks for joining. Thank you for the invite. Hello, everybody. And there's a couple other links out there on the Gun Channel side. Gun Channels is a community. It's a uh, bunch of software that we put together back at the uh, end of 2013. Uh, Obama had put down a bunch of executive orders as a political reaction to an atrocity. A person decided to do something, and he decided to do it with a firearm, knowing full well that he'd go down in history and potentially change laws that we've written about him. And uh, the media would play right into that. And Obama went right into that mode and put down the threat of 23 executive actions to uh, prohibit and limit and infringe and the community as a whole got together uh, with uh, uh, established media the traditional media running around with their heads cut off not knowing what to do and the uh, national level organizations uh, all with probably good intent running around with like chickens with their heads cut off not working in unity and the uh, grassroots efforts the, the state level and uh, special interest uh, gun owners rights groups 
I believe, managed to have the best composure and the already existing uh, structures and some suggestions on what to do and ways to battle uh, the stuff. So the individuals using the, the social media platforms at the time, YouTube, Facebook, uh, whatever other platforms, uh, just general knowledge of how to use email, uh, don't discount, you know, just familiarity with phones, the technology that phones allowed us to do things uh, more mobile than ever before and allowed more people, more human beings to become more mobile and still, and still mute even in 2018 so we don't get that wicked background noise. And uh, all of that effort <clears throat> uh, started to dwindle at the end of 2013. When we saw that apathy begin, uh, it was frustrating because it was super uh, not only energizing to see everyone come together, but it was interesting to see everyone come together after so many years of just chaos and, and no coordination on the internet. So in an effort to uh, keep some coordination, at least some sort of uh, community together after the apathy began, we created Gun Channels. It's a community. Uh, it's just like I was saying, a bunch of software that we purchased and put on the internet. We, put, we pay for it on a server and it has bandwidth and that's basically the components of it. Uh, but the real component is the life behind it, and that's the thousands of people that have joined it over the years uh, for free, and then the hundreds of people that support it financially, uh, either monthly or yearly. It's like a $12 a year at the least amount, and I think it's $7 a month at the most amount. We've got quite a few people that uh, join at the $7 a month, and they're pretty much putting most of the burden on their shoulders financially. Because of that, there's no ads, and we barely ever have to talk about the financial aspects of gun channels. Instead, we get to talk about the collaborative, the community, the conversations that happen over there. Um, so uh, we appreciate the people that are participating in this show uh, on the gun channel side. It's not perfect, and it never will be. Uh, I'm not a team of individuals. I don't have a support staff, and I'm not asking for one. Uh, but what we are is a community of people who are Second Amendment advocates and people that are interested in various uh, aspects of the Second Amendment. And uh, we're putting together something that's an alternative to the bullshit crap that hates guns. That means they hate you, they hate your interests, and they hate what you're passionate about. So instead of using those platforms and keeping their shit alive and letting them suck all the information about your user data, we're, you, we're appreciating the people that use the gun channel side to uh, participate in this and then the uh, gunstreamer.com uh, website to host their videos. Uh, these are efforts to get rid of the old-fashioned paradigm and uh, again we appreciate the people that are participating that way. And then there's people on, gun, on the YouTube side where we have to run this because the other platforms don't yet have live. Uh, we'll be the first to abandon this YouTube one as soon as there's an alternative that's worthwhile. <clears throat> with that looks like uh dog jumped in thanks for joining thanks for having me just made it home that's an opportunity to quit talking my throat's going out but unfortunately some of that shit has to be said once in a while because this stuff tends to be like a stream very few people go back and listen to every single thing we ever do so if we don't say it once in a while it just doesn't get said and uh I think it's important. A lot of people pay good money for gun channels to exist. We are coming up on our fifth year anniversary. So it's frustrating to see people encourage and foster everyone on the YouTube sides 
which is what we built gun channels to get rid of in the first place. YouTube hates guns. They screw everything about it. They screw the people paying for advertising. They screw the people who are creating content that the advertising runs on. And why would we want to continue to use that platform? Just because it's easy? That was when they turned the switch. You got no experience using the other platforms. So uh, again, we appreciate the people that go through the not easy, complicated way of using it over on gun channels. With that, we're talking about Wednesday. So we've got uh, fun stuff to talk about, kind of. Uh, do you even appendix, bro? How can that be a Wednesday, Wednesday one? I guess that's a good idea, bad idea. Yeah. So I guess we'll do the good, old-fashioned good idea, bad idea. Again, there are some other links out there. If you want a link and you're on the uh, gun channel side, let me know. But I can see a couple of people that are green over there have links. So if you want to join in and be part of the uh, fun of good idea, bad idea, then uh, jump in. Otherwise, the four of us will have all the fun. So that should give you guys a little bit of time to think about it. Uh, appendix, Carrie. Good idea, bad idea. Cycle. Well, it's certainly a bad idea for us fat guys. But uh, no, I'm not I'm not into appendix, Carrie, at all. I, I agree with Yankee. I do not want a gun pointing at my jiggly bits or my femoral artery. You know, it's not really technically pointing at it. It's muzzles right there. So if it goes off and the projectile doesn't technically hit it, you're going to have all that blast right there, cauterizing stuff. and bleh. So, uh, Gizzard? I'm not a big fan of it. I tried it, but much like Cycle Camp said, I'm a little bit too rotund to pull it off, so... There's too many other good ways to carry that are far safer. So uh, it's a bad idea as far as I'm concerned. I'll let you guys slide, even though we're supposed to be answering just good idea, bad idea, right off the bat. But anyway, uh, Doug? Uh, well, I'll answer in a similar fashion to everybody else since we've already gone down that road. I don't like it. It's not something that I do personally or do regularly. But if you have some strange circumstance where it's the only way you could carry, so be it. So I say it's a good idea because it's always a good idea to carry. So I don't panic carry, but uh, I, don't know. I don't have a problem with people doing it. Uh, it looks a little goofy to me, but I could see it for cars, I guess. That's where I can see the advantage. You don't want to have to move your gun around when you sit in a car. Yeah, I mean, trying if it's on your hip, it's going to be tied up with your seatbelt and stuff. So you'd probably want it closer to the front of your lap. And just that, even if it's not with your seatbelt, you got to like jam your shoulder back, depending on if you got a holster that's like a little bit of retention where it kind of has to come out at a certain angle or something. Or with some gusto, then you know you're potentially jamming your elbow into a place where there's nowhere to jam it. So having it up front would be a little easier to get to it or stage it or something. Yep. Like if, like, say you were somebody who drove a car that you know, like maybe you're a cash delivery guy, where you you know, and you're the driver, might not be a bad idea to appendix carry it front. Well, I've got to worry because I drive a sweet, sweet van. And you can't believe like crowds of women will come around, and sometimes they get unruly. So, 
Yeah. Don't worry about their boyfriends getting all jealous coming over. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I would think in that situation you should either cross draw or, or uh, shoulder. So cross draw meaning on the belt? Yeah, you know where you're reaching across to the opposite side of your belt and the gun butt is is uh, facing towards your front, not towards your back. Well, the butt's frontwards. It's the gun's muzzle's pointing towards your back. Right. Right. But uh, so that's a thing. So most of us that are dealing with uh, tactical padding, you know, that's less and less an option depending on how long your arm is and how much gut you got. Uh, so then you end up carrying it almost in an appendix. It's just that it's in a different orientation, I guess, kind of almost horizontal. Nobody ever. Yeah, talked I, I, I agree with Dead Horse too. I mean, I mean, just like Gizzard and I, you know, we got that roll, you know, and you try to appendix carry. And now your 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 gun is under the roll of your gut, and that's just because of our particular body type. So I'm sure that there are a lot of uh, a lot of people whose body types the appendix carry is, is easier for them, and you know I I agree with you, G, that I, if you're carrying, you're carrying. You know the you know good on you for carrying, and and just because I don't think appendix carry is a good idea doesn't mean that I think other people shouldn't do it because I'm more liberal than that you know i mean it doesn't bother me if another guy wants to carry like that let him carry any way he wants but i i personally wouldn't do it people who have links to this chat typing in there wasting all the texting up for the people that aren't don't have links yeah i mean i've, I've always been a fan of uh under the shoulder carry for whether I'm stuck in a vehicle or just in general, I used to carry that way for work. So, you know, and that's technically a cross draw. So nobody ever talks about belly bands, but uh, I don't know. I'll have to put it over on GunStreamer. I wonder if I can do it while we're live. I'll try to do it while we're live if somebody else is talking or something. But uh, you know what a belly band is? That elastic, basically, nice bandage with a piece of Velcro so you can wrap it around you like a girdle? I found it to be very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. But um, Charles Heller, right, guy who does the Sunday morning show Liberty Watch Radio and America Armed and Free, and also has been doing swap, uh, swap shop for, uh, I don't know, decades here in Arizona. Long time I reposted or I simulcasted his shows up on the YouTube. A uh, good friend of mine, and he's a he's a crazy EDC guy. So he's got the keychain with all kinds of stuff. He's got uh, two guns. He's got plenty of uh, multi tools. A couple of different with flashlights. He carries a baton. And uh, a couple of times we've gone through and done his EDC. He has basically a little. Uh, I guess you could say like a little speech, a little presentation that he does. You know, Charles, you know what I'm talking about? And uh, he does it as part of his uh, uh, CCW instruction sometimes, maybe like during a break or something if the people are interested in all the stuff that he carries. But he's definitely into the little gadgets and gizmos and, and little tools and stuff. So um, anyway, he, he has a belly band, but he hikes it up 
to his basically into his armpits and you know they have basically a couple of different pockets sewn into them usually at least the holster style and uh so he ends up using it like a shoulder holster and then it allows him to have his uh, magazine in there anyway he likes it because with a button-up shirt he just leaves the button open and it's sort of like having a shoulder holster without all the straps and stuff anybody ever considered something like that or is that too crazy i never considered using it that way I mean, it sounds to me if you're comfortable with it, I just found that those bands made me way too sweaty. Well, they're weird as hell having an elastic band wrapped around you. Everybody's different, like that arch was saying. I'm not sure they make them big enough for me. Sounds more like a man version of a flashbang to me. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking, what the heck was that, was that bra called? All right, well, now I'm in here, so I've livened the place up. Take your quarterback and then... Take my quarterback. The 90s era female FBI agent, Gary. Yeah, so I, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, what is that, like a four o'clock-ish? Um, I don't know. That's kind of what I do, or like a small of the back type thing. I just feel like that works out the best for me. And then if I'm in my car, like, I don't really, I mean, sometimes it's uncomfortable, sometimes it's not. I usually take it out and stick it in my center console, though. What about, like, a pantsuit and then, like, a big belt, and then you take your inside-the-waistband holster and wear it outside-the-waistband, like, at the 2 o'clock position so that it's always visible and kind of flopping around? I see a lot of shows where that, that's the style. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. Um, I also do. Are we are we only talking about body carry, or just how you normally carry? Or I didn't read the notes. I just I didn't want to pay a quarter. We were talking about appendix carry. Oh, um, not really into that. But you know what? That that seems kind of. Does it not stab you in the dick? Just saying. <laughs> that's a fair question and if it's angled right it shouldn't okay because that's what i've always wondered because i feel like not to be crude but it didn't seem that comfortable but yeah i mean those band things a lot of chicks do those and i tried something like that and i didn't like it because it just felt weird well i think didn't gunpowder at, at Tulsa in April end up buying a special, uh, what the hell's the name of that? It, it, it's, it's sort of like a girdle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it had the, uh, it had the thing in it and she really liked it. She thought it was very comfortable. Yeah. Those, uh, there's like a thigh band thing that some people are into. And then there's like, yeah, like a girdly thing. I mean, not into it. Like if I, so I don't carry super often, admittingly, but when I do, I mean, I scully it. For the ladies, there's this one I've seen too that's like basically an ace bandage. You know, it's like a, more like a scarf or something and you, it's got the holster sewn into one end of it. And you would sort of put it wherever, on your leg or on your belly or on your whatever. 
you wrap it up all different kinds of ways and then it just sort of like an ace bandage wraps around on itself mm -hmm. uh i don't know i'd imagine that's like a more of a one size fits everybody type of thing but i would think it'd be weird as hell having like a you know it'd be like having like your knee wrapped up or something so when you say like a thigh band i'm assuming we're talking about carrying like as if in the same kind of position I'd be in if I was carrying like a drop holster. No, like no. a and so like if you got a dress on, they put it on their inside thigh. So they don't... Oh, like the old Dillinger. Okay, like the old Dillinger style. Okay, like, now I follow you. Like a prostitute would carry it. Yeah, like I said, Dillinger. That, that was being prostitute. Polite. They should just call it prostitute carry. Prostitute carry. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Right, well, we solved it. There's appendix carry. So the other one we had in here for some reason is the John Wayne BB gun. If I remember correctly, Bob was really anti the John Wayne BB gun. But I seen it one year at Chacho. Show. I forget when I seen it now, maybe two or three years ago even. Um, kind of looks like a Red Rider, but it's licensed by the John Wayne family or company. I don't know what who owns John Wayne's name, but... Kind of looks like a Red Rider, and then they had a little uh, six-shooter-looking thing that was sort of a mix between a, one of those cap guns we used to have, where the side would kind of rotate open, and you'd put the red caps in, the strips. Oh, and, I remember those. And then maybe something like one of those Crossmans, where it actually rotated a little tiny bit of a cylinder. So I didn't really pay attention to the little revolver, but I think it was a little more intricate than a cap gun but not quite a working revolver so that it didn't look like a, too much like a gun. But anyway, it's a couple of different uh, BB guns marketed with John Wayne. Good idea, bad idea. Angelina? Uh, good idea. Like Kent? Hey, if it gets kids back into playing with guns, absolutely. Gizzard? Good idea. Doug? Did it have the enlarged uh, lever loop on the rifle? It did. It did? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, definitely. Great idea. All right. I got to go with also good idea. But I don't think it's going to get that many kids. It'll get a bunch of grandparents buying it for kids. But hopefully. That's, that's step one. <laughs> I guess because yeah, kids don't really know who John Wayne is anymore. Yeah, but it is a good introduction, right? Here's a BB gun. Yeah. This guy. And when I, when I think big lever loop, I think uh, Lucas McCain and the Rifleman. I don't think of John Wayne. I mean, I know he ha he used them, but but I it was really uh, you know Chuck Connors that made that more famous. Well, whenever I think of any of the old westerns, I always think of that big loop because I remember as a kid always wanting to do the twirl. All right, well, there's a special bonus good idea, bad idea, and we haven't done one of those in a while, so yeah. So now we're going to eventually get over to the Instagram here. Oops, went to the wrong one. I guess it doesn't matter. Oh, is it? Oh, it's not Wednesday. It's Monday. Yeah, the things are all messed up, though. But we're at 38.16, so it's been a little while. Look at this. Somehow, when you type it in there, my screen share now. Gary's little icon shows up on our daily gun show. How did that happen? Sweet. 
Get back and the Instagram. He did some. <laughs> Gary's pulled some shit. Yeah, I got connections. You betcha. All kinds of stuff coming. I have no idea when's the last time we actually did one. So. All kinds of weird shit. Damn, coming. there's a lot to go through. This is Ellis. So we'll start with that one. There's Ellis getting ready for his gig. Looks like some kind of a security guy. Chris with Remington. Oh, I figured this was for uh, from uh, Wanamaker show. I guess he just bought some steel. What's he got it sitting on here? What is this rubber? Like a bed liner? Um, oh, maybe. Or is that like a rubber mat on the floor? It, are those like cavities in the X? They look like little. Yeah, but that would be like if this was a floor rubber thing, like that would collect all kinds of dirt and shit. Yeah, and if it was a bed liner, it would too. That's weird. Maybe it's some kind of weird like pad. Yeah, it looks like those soft squares that you put down in a garage. I think he's got them upside down. He'll love talking about that. All right, well, hopefully he fills us in on that. With his little tiny backpack. Come on. Mini uh, backpack purse. All right, that's cool. Yeah, just see the model on Channel's logo right here. Oh, look at that. I love those holsters, though. Block 43, don't discriminate. Uh, what's so good about this uh, holster? That's the same style holster that I carry for most of the days when I go into Vegas. And it's just incredibly comfortable no matter where you position it on your belt. It holds the gun at a good angle for my hands. I just really like them. It was a while ago, so this was when Clover was promoting uh, Dustin coming on his show. Slim with his crazy grip tape on the back of a 38J frame. Air weight. Crazy. It's pretty cool. Patriot. But not the challenge for the blind challenge. Has everybody done the blind challenge in here? Angelina? No. Cycle? Blind challenge? He's afraid to say yes or no. No. Gary? Yes, sir. How many have you done? Just one. Okay. Doug? Video goes up tomorrow. Right on. So I know a couple people have done more than one already. So, blackers. Uh, got this. Uh, turns out Trump is petitioning for Gary. So, that must be helping out a bunch. Nice. This one worked out pretty good. I don't remember seeing that one. I guess I thumbed it up, but I didn't realize he did the whole silhouette thing. That's pretty good. October. Obnoxious uh, with his stuff and his every second matters thing. I know this is you reposting them. Waterfall trying to act like Chris. Roosted in his uh, apple cider press. Another one. See how he's subtly stuck this in here as if it was a rifle in the case. Stepping it up a level. 
Here's Ohio doing the series on stuff that's cool from Wanamaker. I guess you got this from Night Strike? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, I like yeah, that one. That video is awesome, and that dog is incredibly tolerant. I don't know if this means was Hank Strange on Clover's show? Or Cl I think Clover is on Hank's show. And he, and he, she, he posted it, and then she reposted it, I guess. Oh, he's posting these things. He did that for a little while. Oh, there's uh, Moon. Been reposted by Marco. Where's Marco at it this day? He's 336,000 subs. Pretty cool. For a while. Gun control is at 667. And where's us? I have to put a C. In there, so they're at six six. We're at four hundred. Dang. So I guess they got a little bit ahead, but for a while there, Marco with uh, the gun channels hashtag uh, was ahead of gun control, and we're not too far behind. But uh, how cool is it? We never we never thought about that before, but it happened that if someone starts to type it in for a while there, since we were closer and we were ahead for a while. Um, we would show up before gun control as someone typed in B-U-N-C. That's kind of a neat That's thing. cool. So everyone should use hashtag gun channels and build the numbers up. Exactly. We only need 100,000 or 200,000 and we beat them. Notice what's going on with this guy. Is this still a thing? Or is this oh, over? it's still a thing, yeah. He had a hat that looks like a fish, and then it ate his kid's head. And that's what happens when you make a hat look like a fish. That's going to happen. Luckily, he's got a dinosaur shirt that should repel that fish. So what's the name of the bird now? The chicken? Cluck Norris. Oh, I like that. Noxious, again, trying to act like Chris. Of Knox Chris. That's what we should call him. Wonder where he got this patch at. Hmm. I think that, that was made by what's that company? Alan Anchor. Alan made those for him. So where did you find this tasty cake uh cream filled cinnamon roll? I found it at the uh, Dylan's grocery store in Emporia, Kansas. I don't have nothing like that. I've looked at a lot of stores for these stupid things, and I've never found them anywhere. Yeah, I don't look by the Slim Jims. I should look by the Slim Jims. Uh, is this one out now? It is. Yeah, that is out now. How's it selling? Uh, pretty good. There's only like 90 that went up for sale, so. So people can sit around forever, and just it'll always be there for them. Nope, it'll be like the uh, fuck around and find outs that are sold and everyone messages me about them. And I have to say sorry. When I said they were limited, they were limited. 
this was uh, a while ago when Clover had the guy from Walteron. That guy was pretty cool. Interesting listening to that guy's story, the company. So we got another. I don't know what this guy's doing now. He's just out picking weird pictures off the world. Maybe this guy's got some kind of weird thing in his butt. Well, these countries never win. Got weird things hanging out their butt. Oh, Gary. 200 followers. Congrats. Well, yeah. That's how I felt the day after. What am I going to do with all these people? 200 people listening to what I'm telling them. What am I going to tell them? <laughs> all right. Bye, Nate. Is this a Wanamaker thing? No. This is just promoting open, pay, open face pancake. Over sending out stuff. Rika, I didn't know he had a SIG. Doesn't look like he used it very much. Another one from Moon. See, putting a watermark? Yep, there's got his watermark back. Feel sorry for him because he continues to buy these Glocks. He has to. This is interesting. Yeah, you shoot that out of there and he cleans your shotgun. Wait, I could be shooting my gun to clean it? Yeah. I guess it'd be like if you dropped your gun while you're out bird hunting or something, you need to like clean it out. But then you'd be out bird hunting, you'd shoot guns. Yeah, they're very expensive though. Oh. Huh. There's Clover finding these things in Texas, I suppose. Pink's not one of them. Oh, pink. Look at that. <clears throat> One from Chris. Them. Bunch of grip tape on the back here. Don't forget, it's like a razor blade back here. Over shooting that gun that costs a lot of money. It's crazy. You know how much these guns cost? The 1022 and 44 Magnum, basically. Cheap. That was the first 1022, too. Russ painting his red leaves green. Looks cool. Here's uh, Marco over there reposting Moon. And with his sickness, he's got to keep buying the guns because of the gram. Uh, this is C. Nichols, man, Vegas. Anybody know who this is? Nope. Nice. No, my neck of the woods, though. Yeah. He likes 22s. Yeah, shooting 22s. Delzma cooking some kind of fish. Oh, sharks. Hmm. I never had a smoked shark. Guns Gary's giving away? Yeah, they're already gave away. That just screams childhood. You got those in Tulsa, didn't you? Uh, those actual guns, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, because I, I, I'm pretty I, sure I saw someone buy exactly the gun in Tulsa. I got, I got one similar to that in Tulsa. So it looks like Travis is spending Doug's money. Another one from Ohio, showing off some of the cool stuff from Wanamaker. 
that was a blender bust. Oh yeah, whole table of them, right? Yeah. Noxious again, some kind of other 1911-ish looking gun. 3K with this one, it's kind of a weird thing, gun, and the wood. Where is this? Georgia? Texas. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Russ, again, making that green, red thing green, which is always good. Never want to leave anything red if you can help it. Gary's okay. doing Cocktoberfest. Yeah, he's probably giving away these guns. This is a subtle thing, but... <laughs> yeah. If you want to win a Glock 42, check out Gizzard Gary. 380 subs. Got a moon with another one. And a Walther. Pretty nice. Get moon hooked up with Walther. What's going on here? Giving away candies with these things now? Can't giving get... away pop rocks? Can't sell enough swears, so you got to give away candy to sell your yeah. swear. That entice the swear buyers. Oh. Oh, shit. Where the hell was he? It had to be right around here, right? No, no, we didn't get to this chick yet. Where the hell were we? Down here? Yeah. There's your swears. There's the uh, guns. So we're on the vortex. Alright, so Dano is saying how he lost some stuff and then they had to send him new stuff and he's happy about it. This dude gave me a whole ammo box worth of ammo and then he insisted I take the ammo box and then he went out and bought an ammo box. So it's crazy. And then he bought this mess kit. I think he said he was trying to leave some money in a gun shop or a surplus store that he went to. And I don't know what he's trying to say here. What does your brass deflector say about its owner? And he's got like like one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rounds out of this or something. Yeah, it doesn't look too banged up. No, it looks like his owner never uses the gun. That looks like its, its owner doesn't really shoot very much. It's like an interesting day at the range. Bunch of different revolvers. Bunch of safe revolvers, and this one that's almost unsafe. Must have been a wheel gun Wednesday or something. Uh huh. So these Remingtons, these look kind of fun. I'd like to shoot these at night. Looks like Aren't those Rugers in the cases? Isn't that the Ruger red symbol on the top of that page? Those, yeah. are, those are Rugers in the cases, yeah. yeah. This is a Ruger. This is a Smith. This is a Smith. But this thing here, I don't know. I'm thinking the Remington old guns. I don't know what the models of old Remingtons are called. But it just looks like they're a matching pair. So it looks like you could dual shoot those both-handed. Pretty fun. Well, that'd, be, too. that'd be kind of cool to get, actually find somebody who has a matching pair of dueling pistols. Dual? Illegal in most states. Is that your gun? Yeah, that's my uh, that's my carry actually. Is it? Yeah. 
Oh, you got the multi cam down on it? It's Tropic, yeah. It's a shield in 40. Because I ain't a wimp. And Roll Call, the only person that's scribbled into a uh, Wolverine comic at all. And Patriot with another one. What is that? Another call for the blind challenge? Yep. That was a while ago still, so I don't think either they had a number to call out. And this is the full auto day, shooting at the uh, one of the ranges out there in uh, Wanamaker. Yeah, Rage Day at Tulsa, yeah. Oh, what is April. Over text. Oh, he's got 700 videos. You can almost remember being at 700 videos back in 2010, maybe. It's good it's, to see him kicking it, getting it, getting up over the 500. Uh, I don't know who this is. Saint Lover Saint Loverland. Saint Louis Overland, maybe. No, Saint Loverland. Because they got that arch right there, and it says they're in Wentzville, Missouri, which I think is by St. Louis. Yes, oh, suburb. We know that the Wentzville is the uh, factory where the vans are made. Every van's Chevy van since like the 80s has come out of Wentzville assembly plant. So uh, we know that what that is. So that's probably why it's St. Lover's, St. Loverland, because he loves vans. And this is the roof. And that's a van right there? No, it's not. It's some vehicle that wishes it was a van, probably. Anyway, let's see what they got here. I don't see any of my patches. I don't see any of your patches. So what's the deal? What are they trying to prove here? Uh, maybe they're saying they need to shop at our websites. Yeah, like here's the place where I'm going to pull all these patches off of and then start putting and filling it up with good ones. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these, really. It's like a Bass Pro patch. Maybe that thin blue line one. I think I make those, but I don't think that's one that I made. So we can't vote for that one. No, and I don't know what's going on with this little tiny leaked visor. This is like a nine millimeter visor. All right, what do we got here? Is this. Oh, nice shot. That's a knife sharpening guy in Tulsa. Go up to behind that guy and go, hey! And then see what happens. So there's another one where he's got the gun channels. Uh, Clark Billy's put in here with this, uh, what is that, a 14? Oh, I thought that was a gun. Nope. Actually, not a gun. Put in. Shot Show. Looks like everybody's getting their Shot Show badges. Is everybody signed up for Shot Show? You're going to Shot Show, Angelina? Um, we we got to speak about that after the show. Psycho Camp, are you going to SHOT Show? No, I don't do trade shows. Gary, go to SHOT Show this year? No, I don't think so. Uh, dog, you going to go to SHOT Show? I filled out the paperwork. I'm waiting to hear back. Right on. Yeah, let us know if you need any help with that. Um, doesn't look like anybody on the gun show side is active, and so we can't ask them. All right, so uh, this was Clover putting his out. He got his a couple of weeks before me, so they all they get staggered or something. Uh, this is pretty cool. How'd you get these? You drove all the way to China? Yeah, my uh, my liaison sends me videos and stuff. 
That's um so PVC patches, which I think we'll see in another video coming up. This is like the only automated part, and they just flood it. So if the patch is super easy, and like when they're done with the intricate details, they flood the top, and that's what this is doing. But in a different video, you'll see that these patches are actually made by hand. So this is a robot, and these are like syringes of this toxic goop that we don't even, it's not even legal in this country. And then it's laying down a ice cube tray of them made out of metal. And then at the end here, they'll flip that out of there and put it in an easy bake oven. Yep. That's Harold, the patch robot. So that's how they make the different layers of this stuff. So that would be like the orange layer of that one or the green layer of that one. Like once they did all the stuff, they make the slaves do all the stuff and then they use a robot to cover it so they can cover up all their all their deeds. So there's Patriot with a bunch of blood patches on his wall. That Jodice, you think? Then we got uh no. Lamoon. Oh, I love these things. These things are awesome. Yeah, they're weird. So these were little pens, I guess, or lights, and then these other things were pens. I have to put the video up of the pen. It's like a shotgun that you pump it and it's the pen. This is from the wall at uh at JM Davis. Excellent pictures. Holy moly. Are these his or are these um uh Raphael's? What did Ohio take pictures with? Was he using his phone or a real camera? These look like real camera. Wow, these are great. I like looking. I don't look at Instagram enough on a computer. These pictures are way bigger than on the stupid phone, you know? Yeah, they look good. Very neat. So uh, let's see. Does he have the best gun in there? No. So... Going back over here, this is kind of neat. Look at how long the barrel is on this shotgun and on this shotgun. Like compared to all these other regular shotguns with long barrels, this one's even like almost twice as long. That's the type of shotgun back in the day. Um, so that's not the Wanamaker so much as the J.M. Davis. So Sportsman's Guide, pretty cool company <clears throat> up in Minnesota and uh, you remember them from the catalog companies? They're uh, supporting a bunch of people directly over on the uh, Patreon. But that's kind of cool. So uh, Clover is one of the people. I thought he's doing good stuff. And uh, started supporting them on the Patreon. Be neat. Oh, this is what happens all the time when chicks find out you run AKs. Oh, so, is that what happens? Uh, that happens all the time. And if they run bands, chicks like this. Uh, this is Dead Horse Place. I've been there. I didn't. I wasn't there for seeing the camera setup though. So he's got one of them little cameras that looks like a shoelace, pointed at his. Kind of see it right here in the picture, pointed down at that case, and that way he can monitor when he's yanking on that thing, uh, the powder charge. I believe that's what it's for. Them getting reposted by Marco. 
So if we would scroll back, we'd see that Moon's probably got like 300 hits to his thing on his own channel. And then when Marco, a page with like 300,000 subs, uh, posts it, he gets like 1,000. Over again, doing some kind of shirts or something. I can't tell if those are shirts or decals or what. So Gary is saying that this cat here is twice as big as your cat? Oh, yeah. I would like, like I would like to see your cat laying next to this one on your its back, so that I could see the actual size comparison. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> you mean fat wise or like long wise also? He's long wise also. He's just an all around bigger cat. Huh. So what's the deal? You people just feed your cat like a lot of cheese or something? Why your cat's so fat? So now with these cats. That's my daughter's cat, and he's just. He hogs all the food, pretty much. He runs all the other cats away from the dish. So. Oh, it's one of them kind of deal. Like, there's food all the time, and he just keeps eating it all? Yeah. Not like there's a bunch of mice. If you come in the house and he nuzzles up to you, it means he's hungry. <laughs> uh -huh. My cat nuzzles a lot. Yeah, he does. You posted this? And then some other guy that I know posted this, and then I proceeded to see it like every single dollar store I've been in. Like my daughter had it on her coffee table when I came over that day. So. They're everywhere. It's crazy. Is it out of a movie? Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I bet you it's out of a movie. That's the only way to explain it. I don't know what this is. That some guy makes videos everybody likes. Uh, Clover giving away those shirts or whatever, probably. And another one from Moon. Good to see Moon out there chatting or making pictures. Be cool if he was chatting. It's like Russ is over there coping with the loss of his puppy by making a bunch of bullets. And all them weird pictures, and then here's a weird Glock picture from Jodeci. A Glock in nature. It always looks weird. This is definitely a collection of interesting ones. So, cycle. You're going to get one of these. You see one? You walk up to a table. This thing's laying there for $375. Do you buy it? Oh, yeah. This thing's laying there for $735. Do you buy it? Nope. Oh, shit. I think I would definitely buy it for $700 still. No, right around $500, bucks, My uh, that's when my discriminator in my brain goes off. But a, 19, a Colt 1900? I think that I would, that would, just to be able to own something like that, I think I would pay, because you know, I don't see those for sale right now. What about something like this? You see that sitting there for 200 bucks. Because yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, I, I might. 200 for a novelty gun, a couple hundred bucks is a little... Yeah, that's not a bad price for, for something really weird. Uh, Angelina, 200 bucks. You see this at a gun show? You're buying it? Yeah, I guess. Gary? Sure. Doug? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I like guns that are oddities. I would not, but I wonder if I would get pissed because it's worth way more than that. It's probably worth way more than that because it says it's only made for five years and expensive to make. It's probably worth way more than two hundred. But if I did buy it for two hundred, I would immediately sell it to one of you people for like three hundred because I don't. <laughs> I was only buying it to sell it. Okay. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. I I just don't sell anything. That's why my house is all full of junk, you know. I have no problem with that, but eh, just moving out of that mindset or whatever. But I totally understand it. I definitely accumulated stuff, and it's neat to be able to sit down and look at a bunch of different set, you know, set of stuff, different actions like you're into, or different. Uh, yeah. Well, when I when I was moving my gun cases around and I had to pull all those, you know, I took those pictures of the guns on the bed. It was like, oh my god, I have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of freaking rifles and just just even the American stuff ended up taking up the whole bed. You get in a unique situation, and that's if you want to display it or keep them available. You know, there's lots of different ways that you get to uh, come up with stuff where people not only have like three guns, don't have to ever worry about it. Yeah, well, that's right. I got to buy a ranch style house or something with more. This I live in a dormer cape, and there's so many windows in it that there's no room to hang anything up. So, this is uh, Alan Corwin talking at the um, Arizona Citizens Fence League annual meeting. Enrique took that picture and a couple others. I document the, or the group of meeting. There's potatoes, uh, Resident Evil setup. Yep. A bunch more from J.M. Davis. <sighs> more stuff from Ohio from the meetup. Oh, the best patches ever. Here's Maggie's thing. He basically takes a bunch of like firewood, throws it in a big pile underneath a tree, throws a folding chair in there, and that's his hunting blind. You can't even see him in there. So Pink went to his pumpkin festival, and uh, I think it's, it's, it's mandatory there where he lives. And then uh, hung out at his gun shop and won a Ruger American 270. That's awesome. Oh, that's sweet. That sounds like a good day to me. Yeah. And here's some pictures of the giant pumpkins. That one he says looks like a turtle. They do weird things to their pumpkins. This is like the biggest pumpkins in the country kind of thing. 1,600 pounds of pumpkin. Would you eat out of this giant, big-ass pumpkin pie, Angelina? Yes or no? No. Cycle camp? Absolutely. Uh, as long as I had a huge canister size of whipped cream. Gary? Yeah, I'd say exactly the same thing. As long as I had plenty of whipped cream, I'd eat her. Doug? Nope. No way. Number one, look at that crust. looks raw. Number two, there's no way the middle of that's cooked. That's a bunch of pumpkin pudding in there. I ain't eating. There's too many like people around it to have like breathed on it for me. 
like this little kid is literally just breathing on it right now. Yeah, that was like the number one thing because I love pumpkin pie. It's like my favorite thing in the world. But that little kid instantly put me the fuck off. And then all those other people in the background, you got this fucking asshole right here in the window. No, fuck that. Too many people breathed on that pie. It's way too exposed. It's not even cooked. That looks like it's like... It's it's probably showing you the picture before they shoved it in the oven. You could still cook it and that kid's still breathed on my pie. This would take forever to cook. They They wouldn't be showing a raw pie to people. If it don't kill you, it makes you stronger. Two hours from now, here's that pie being done. And look, it's got cracks in it as if it was baked. I can't even imagine what that crust is. But the, even if you went to eat a piece, you know what I'm saying? It would be like inch thick a crust or something. There's no way you could eat, or eat it regularly. It'd be weird to eat. I guess that's part of it, though. Eating a giant piece of pie would be kind of weird. I guess we'll thumb it up because it's interesting. But I need this is that gun shop, Excalibur. We've featured it before on the show. Pretty cool shop. Yeah, look at Gary's got a patch panel. Gary. So, yeah, I need more patches on there, man. <laughs> you know what I what I notice is that I only see one. No, never mind. I see two. Allen anchor patches. Oh, it's the no only more. two. I got like a shit ton, Gary. There's more than that on there, isn't there? No, unless that thin blue line one's from me. Say down at the bottom, there's now that thin blue line came from you. Yes, it did. And then the fuck around and find out. Yeah. I want to take credit for the donut, but I can't. So why just decide on the Bastion LLC? Uh, that's uh, the manufacturer of the patch panel. I just bought it. Just got it from Amazon that day. So, no, I'm saying, why did you decide on theirs though? Because there's a whole bunch of them out there. Ah, uh, well, it's one of the first thing that came up when I went to Amazon for a patch panel, and it had real good ratings on it. So, and how much was it? Oh, around twenty five. Twenty six. Yep. We are spirit animal shoppers, Gary. That's exactly what I would have picked. So and then for the same reasons. Stuck it up with thumbtacks, and then this is just next to one in the center? Because it came folded up, and I'm trying to get it stretched out and get the creases out of it. Yeah, otherwise it would kind of bowed right there. Yes. Did they have colors? Uh, I didn't see any. They did have a bigger model than that. It's the middle one of the three. Oh, That's really? a 24 by 30. They had a 30 by 36. And this was 25 shipped? Yeah. Well, I have Amazon Prime, so I don't pay for shipping. Oh, okay. Prime Life. Yup. So now we see some more of it. Oh, man. This is awesome. A new edition of How It's Made PVC patch version, I guess. Um, here we have and you can use the whole minute. Seven patches that are in various, well, I guess certainly not like. You can pause it, but you can't fast forward it. I mean, I could just talk so, about it instead of. This is what your patch looks like after it has been formed. See the back is Velcro. So these are poison. That's why you're touching them with the gloves, because of the poison. Throwless. So these are all Velcroless. These ones, however, are finished 
And it looks like you could lick the back of one of these and slap it on a piece of glass and it would stay there for a while. Yeah, I was sticking them on my computer monitor. You can see they are stitched all the way around. And then also they have Velcro backing. Look at that. Awesome. So, yeah, if you need custom patches, alanager.com. All right, so welcome. On the right way? I don't know where Slim got that one, but it looks pretty good to that one. So then he made me another one where they're the same size. Mike making this himself? Okay. Yeah, you got to watch out for these loops like this. They'll break. Is that what pickles drink? Pickle ale and Powerade. Oh, yeah, see, so I made this other one so that they look more the same size. I think that's pretty cool. Says that's a new shooter taking him out to the range. Yeah, this is Bill Clinton. That is perfect. I miss Bill Clinton. That's a patch right there. There's like there's a whole series of those AK patches now. Are these metal? Yeah, those are sublimated <laughs> bike license plates. Yes. How many times is Pink going to post the same picture? He's screwing us now. I think he's just doing like a troll move now. You wouldn't happen to have one of those license plates for Jerry Brown too, would you? Um, I mean, I, I made it. I can make whatever. So what happened to your other robot one? Or no, the one with the slaves. Oh, you probably have to go on like uh, my actual page. Uh, I guess I didn't tag daily gun show because i didn't want you to be like oh you're self-promoting that minuteman yeah. patch right. has a little bit of a johnny depp look to him. he looks a lot like a friend of mine but like a little more pretty and it makes me laugh every time There they are, the slaves. Well, they get this little syringe with the toxic materials in it that they can't breathe very long. And then they have to like do this quickly. They got to fill in all those little gaps. And also keep in mind, that's probably like two and a half inches at the biggest. So that's like small and intricate and annoying. It doesn't make any sense. And then they charge us less the more that we buy. 
Yeah. But now, I mean, now when people see patch prices, they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because they're not, a lot of people think that this is completely automated and printed. But as you yeah, I would have thought that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I thought that too. But they're actually, uh, it's, they're actually handmade. And believe me, I'm sure this is a skill. Well, it's a perishable skill because the chemicals kill them. So by the time they get really good at it, they die and then they got to start. <laughs> so it's expensive. Yeah. And then when they're all done, a robot comes by and covers the whole thing with whatever color. Because they we wouldn't want to give the slave the satisfaction of squirting the stuff all over there all easy. They, get to do they don't get to do the, like the fun job. They only do these like hard ones. Right. That they like. They screw up like that's their one of their kids gets, I don't know, taken. No, no, you don't take the kids. The kids are needed to take their job after they die. You just cut off toes. That's true. They're showing like the easy part too. This red part is like the easiest part of this whole thing. Somebody went around and did each of those letters. Yeah, and look at if you look at that like Minuteman dude that I have, and then you think about it being made like that, it's even more like what the fuck. Like, something like that, easy, right? I mean, those little letters probably suck, but pretty easy. But, I like... Squirt the letters, and then wipe it with a cloth. Or probably, like, a squeegee. You know those little orange squeegees that I have with the Alan Inker logo? Exactly. Squirt some down, and then squish it with a squeegee, and then put the snake, squish it. I guess that wouldn't work with the snake because of the grass. You just yell at them if they get it outside the lines or whatever. Probably don't eat that day. And then what robot do you use to do these? That's uh, a plotter and then me. So each of these little things, you're like, yeah, no problem. Just go ahead and have trigger, trigger cards on there. I'll pop a billion of these little things out. No problem. Yeah, you know what I'm doing? So here's a little insight is I'm sitting there. I'm weeding those and I'm like emailing. I'm on the phone. I'm yelling at the dog to stop picking on my stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's the story of the patches being made by both slaves and robots. Yep. All right, so we got a pretty big task ahead of us here. We got a lot of pictures to go through. So, Angelina, what are you picking? Um, that picture of Gary with the skeleton. A little dog skeleton? We don't see anybody over here voting on anything, so cycle. I really like the Monday Jam up there. That bold override. It was toward, it was toward, yeah, it was towards the end, yeah. <clears throat> Bill Clinton. Uh, Gary. I really like the Minuteman patch. I'm going to go with that one. This oh, one here. Gary. Yeah. Those uh, are good. Doug. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Monday because that describes my Monday. Uh oh. Well, I was gonna go with the fat cat down here because we don't have any good dogs. That was one. my second one. I could go with the girls, but I'll go with the fat cat here. But it looks like that means the things win. Was there even a dog in this whole one? At the beginning, that white dog. 
Gary's chicken. There's that dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. I got my car back out of the shop. <laughs> if you haven't watched that video, it's actually a pretty funny video. And the dog is incredibly tolerant through the whole thing. Al, is anyone listening? The Daily Gun Show Showdown. Right, maybe that'll make them come back to gun channels and say, hey, so the audience doesn't get to do nothing because we have an actual winner and we pick the best picture on the gun on the Instagram. So uh, good, we haven't done that in a while. So that's something we normally do on a Wednesday and we'll get back to it. Uh, go forward here. It's the best part of the week, probably. Yeah, I'm so excited I'm yawning over here. So uh, we're going to feature a member. Today it's not a member of Gun Channels at all. It is uh, somebody else, in fact. So I think I posted a video about uh, an MRE that was made by the uh, United Arab Emirates, or at least was being produced for them. They never bought them, so this uh, surplus store in Las Vegas has them and i bought a couple of the uh, vegetarian ones did a video and this guy uh put a comment on my video because of the name of his channel i was like oh what's going on so i don't know how long he's been a channel i guess i could look he's been a channel since 2017 he hasn't posted that many videos really looks like his first one was seven months ago but he's over in europe somewhere and he eats these different MREs. This first one here was a 1986 MRE. I don't know if any of you guys are on the service, but in 86, that had been the shit I was eating. So that's the old dark brown MREs. And a lot of the stuff was dehydrated. That was before they figured out it wasn't a good idea to give people stuff that required water. Because we would eat it. And if we didn't drink water, it would damage our guts. So it was a different type of MRE back then. And he eats one of those. And it was actually in really, really good condition. And uh, except for the piece of chocolate that got ruined, everything else was pretty good. So I watched a couple of his videos, and he's just eating these MREs from all around the world, kind of. Uh, different eras and stuff. It's kind of interesting. I've always thought looking at different uh, types of MREs and different countries of MREs was interesting. Wait, uh, he ate like an 80s MRE recently? Seven months ago, yeah. And he said it was good or he like puked? No, everything was in great shape. It was actually a really nice one. I don't know where he got it. He bought it from somewhere in Texas, I think. Yeah, or somebody in Texas gave it to him at least. I mean, it's possible if somebody just put those things up that they were, you know, didn't go through any elements or any temperature extremes. You can find people selling those on eBay and stuff sometimes. Yeah, I have a couple from back in the days, but uh, you know they've been around for so long that the plastic's worn through and they're they're no longer, you know, sealed. No longer viable. I mean, they're neat, so I have them, but they're yeah, they're not. You wouldn't need them or anything. But that doesn't, you know, that was because I had them. And I took them around. They were in backpacks and stuff. But if you just had them somewhere deep storage, then yeah, I'm sure there's lots of weird stuff coming out. Uh, he did one. One of these is him comparing like uh, two different English ones. And those were the most interesting. 
this must not be all his videos. So I don't know what I'm clicking on here. But anyway, uh, he did one where he compared like a, a modern England one with an England one that was like, I don't know, 10 years old or something. And it was crazy. Like they give him five things of co tea and two things of coffee in the same MRE. It's a one day MRE. So they do a 24 hour MRE instead of a, like ours are supposed to be maybe three MREs in a day. So uh, uh, theirs are designed to be a little bit bigger, but it was like three teas or something and two coffees. And anyway, there was like five sugars and their sugars were like two times the size of one of our sugar packets. Yeah, like yeah, two. what you got to do, you know, breakfast, second breakfast, Levensies. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another <laughs> one. <laughs> they had a lot of food in those things. And there was a bunch of, like I say, like candy bars and desserts and stuff, and then like three entrees. Anyway. Really yeah, they're, they're, they're big on the sugar overseas, which is kind of interesting, considering we're the fatter nation. Yeah, I guess they just run around more. We eat and just sit here. So uh, anyway, that's the channel. Uh, I got links to it in the description there, and uh, it's called Sam's World of Rations. And uh, figured I'd uh, switch it up a little bit. Not a Gun Channels member, but I don't, know, don't really want Europeans in Gun Channels because of their stupid theories about what is a human right and digital data is a human right to Europe. So they're not really welcome here anymore, unfortunately, because of their stupid laws that encroached on us. So like many American websites, they're not going to be able to log in, but we can go look at them on YouTube, I guess. YouTube complies with Europe. YouTube hates guns also. So uh, I don't know. What else do we got? That was our member of the day. Um, anybody want to plug anything? Angelina, you got any sales going on right now? Um, Nope, but we got things to buy and codes to use gun channels it's getting to the point where if somebody is going to shot show it's the time to order stuff right yeah i mean if you're going to shot show and you don't let me let me paint a picture for you so you're at shot show is this going to be one of those time is this one of those pictures where it's like with spray paint and you're using like little things and then at the very end it's going to be like oh it's, it's an american flag Oh, yeah. And then I use, like, newspapers and bowls and stuff, and then at the end, you're like, oh, shit. And I light it on fire to dry it. It's totally one of those. Okay, so you're at SHOT Show. Maybe it's your first time. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's, you know, old hat to you. So, people are giving you patches, and there's a gigantic patch wall where you can, like, take a patch and also leave a patch. But you don't have any patches to leave, and don't you feel sad? Well, my friends, you cannot be sad because you can get patches. And if you want them in time for SHOT Show, I think Nove November 30th or 20th or something like that is a deadline. So, like they say in Chicago, vote early, vote often. But get in and place your orders early. Don't wait till the end. Because then uh, rush fees set in, and that's never good for you, not for me. It's great for me. All right. So, cycle. Anything coming up? Any new? Any word on 
Oklahoma? Yeah, I'll definitely be at Tulsa. Sweet. I'm going to fly in uh, Thursday afternoon and fly out Wednesday after, I mean, Monday afternoon. And I'll be renting a car and staying in the same place we stayed in April. Uh, Gary, anything coming up? Uh, not a whole lot. I did do a uh, an unboxing or a mail call from Midnight Range earlier. He sent me this cool pen because he had two or three of them, and I was really jealous, so he was nice and sent me one. So, Midnight oh. Range is good people. He even autographed it, too. What the hell was he autographing our show pin. He's never even been on this show. He might have been. He's nice snuck in here once. I think he did. One time we ordered uh, catering and then like, oh, because he was showed up and then he stuck around. <laughs> so, are everywhere. Doug, anything coming up? You said you got the book, so you're going to... Yeah, I have... Um, the books are for sale on Amazon, though if you want to get a signed copy that'll have a paw print from my dog and my signature, uh, you can email me at musledogmafia at gmail.com. And uh, I have some signed copies I'm willing to sell. And then we have, right now there's a contest going on. If you use the hashtag musledogmafia with a picture of your dog, and you put the link over in our forum at musledogmafia.com, so that way I can easily sort through them, then you have the chance of winning some of the free merch that I'm getting from companies right now. Uh, right now we have three collars from Macho Dog that are gonna be given away, and we have more product coming in right now. I'm sorting through some product. Uh, I have to see, I don't wanna give away anything that's junky, so I'm sorting through it all to see what's good, but every 100 members that we grow, we will pick new winners and send out merch. Hmm. So it's ten dollars for the book with your signature and the paw print, and twenty dollars for the paw print to be with me. <laughs> yeah, um, if you if you want a signed copy of the book, you got to email me. Uh, right now, I have very few copies, but I'll essentially sell it to you for whatever it costs me to ship it to you. And then, uh, but if you but if you don't get a, if you don't end up getting a signed copy, then you'll have to buy it from Amazon. And from Amazon, it's nine ninety nine. Very cool. And ideally, we'll uh, either chat off air on air sometime and tell us about what it's like to do the publishing things. It sounded like a pretty cool deal. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thanks everybody for showing up. Uh, that's what the show's all about having a conversation each night uh, about guns. The guys and gals of gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching gunwebsites.com. And swords and companion swords should cut strongly. Spears and halberds must stand up to heavy use. Bows and guns must be sturdy. Weapons should be hardy rather than decorative. You should not have a favorite weapon. To become over-familiar with one weapon is as much a fault as not knowing it sufficiently. Should not copy others, but use weapons which you can handle properly. It is bad for commanders and troopers to have likes and dislikes. These are things you must learn thoroughly.